Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 4th of March. This is the COB, all the stuff you need to know about the day in business, markets, finance, startups, all the rest of it. I'm here with Annette Beecher. I'm Nadine Blaney, by the way. Annette, how was your Friday? Well, it's uh, more of a geopolitical risk day. This time, just having the talk about nuclear and striking that Ukrainian nuclear reactor has certainly set off that nerves. We already had a bit of a mm-hmm. nervous start anyway. And so when that started to hit the headlines by about lunchtime, we hit the lows for the day. But subsequent reports is it was a training room. The reactors have been shut down. So we've clawed back the worst of today. But you know what, Nadine? The headline risk this weekend is is substantial. We've had a cracking four-day winning streak when sometimes it feels like risks are piling up. So taking some money off the table today really does make some sense. I think it was actually five because we led into the weekend. Oh, yes. So, uh, and that was going to be my point is that, you know, we really did see a turn in sentiment around that reactor news. But I mean, that's got a long way to run, right? And that's what we're going to be reacting to all weekend. And that's what US markets and European markets still have to react to throughout Friday. And then you have non-farm payrolls as well. So it was always a real sort of risk off day as we came into it. And of course, we had, you know, all um, US markets looking pretty negative through the overnight period. (coughs) Excuse me. So not even energy could save the day today, which energy and materials did all week. I mean, that is the story of the week for the Aussie market. Because when we came into today, we were up by more than 2% over the week. And in terms of the only thing holding us up today is the goldies. Now, oil did peel off the highs. um, And of course, we all looked at those commodity charts this week. Aluminium, nickel, copper, oil all at nosebleed levels yesterday so uh, you know i had carl kapalinga on today he said look don't necessarily assume when you get a big jump like that that a correction is on the cards so uh that was certainly a, or he's always fun on a friday anyway macro micro yeah. yeah yeah crypto <laughs> that's right um yeah what i had a couple of conversations about today came up coincidentally a few times was a chart i found this morning which indicates that um an oil price rise of more than $50 always precedes a recession. So a recession can happen without that oil hitting $50. But if you look at the charts, um, if the oil rises by $50, there's always a recession after. Because I think that was sort of the undertone that was happening with the energy price talk this week is that, okay, yes. uh, when does now that become yeah. a very big <laughs> problem when it comes to global growth. A lot of it obviously is driven by this geopolitical risk, but there were supply demand imbalances before. And of course, Mm -hmm. there hasn't been a lot of investment into oil and gas assets. We've been talking about that for a long time. So is it all coming home to roost? What does that mean for the Fed? Well, we learned this week that a lot of this uncertainty likely has a 50 basis point hike 
off the table. It's well, and uh, of course, Chair Powell spoke last night and the night before. He did say that he's still on a preordained tightening path, Ukraine crisis or not, but it was pretty clear that uh, that 50 basis points is probably not necessary at this stage. It does sort of dilute payrolls tonight. Most people we spoke to today, um, Nadine, sort of said, well, we'll look at it. It'll be interesting mm. dynamics. Wages, of course, is still worth having a look to see how um, how sticky inflation is. But I don't think it's quite the deal breaker that, uh, that normally is for the markets. Of course, this week has dusted off stagflation. Yep, that's and it. And of course, <laughs> stagflation is not a problem per se. It's how policymakers deal with it. And there's been certainly a wide range of view of that and but obviously the Fed has decided that stagflation needs to curb inflation expectations first which is why he's still going to hike in 10 days time. Mm-hmm. And there's an inflation read coming in the States next week. And most people are sort of talking about that as being more important even than this jobs read tonight when usually we're obsessing about the jobs read. So, um, and we're obviously pre-recording this podcast prior to that. So forgive us if anything has meaningfully changed because that's just the nature of markets right now. You know, it's been so whipsaw and uh, really sort of difficult in this environment to read what's going to happen, which is why... You know, a number of conversations I had this week, Steve Sosnick comes to mind, Tim Mulholland this morning. All of these interviews are online, by the way, osbiz.com.au, you know, are talking about this really being a trader's market. And I mean, Nathan Samasundram, who I was talking to today on the call, saying, look, the call, as you know, is all about buy, hold, sell. And it's all about on the day. And he was saying, I'm not buying anything today. I'm waiting. And I would recommend that people wait for a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. see how this all plays out. There's so many risks out there right now. Why buy now? Even if you look at it in very simple terms, you might be able to get it cheaper. Yeah, that's you right. know, Cheap. a, 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 yep. on a bad day. Yeah, keep you, well, like everybody says, keep an eye on your favourite names. But yes, they could get cheaper first. So uh, again, the that's why the market is down today. So we we could go either way by Monday. Obviously, we'll be here eight thirty on Monday <laughs> to do it all. You're uh, skipping over our weekend, yeah, Annette. I am, but <laughs> the point being, we'll be here to say, and the market's going to snap back. Yeah, or the market's going to keep correct. It's so binary on a day-to-day basis, which is why you need to listen to us every day. She got the plug in. And also, Annette, um, we've got RBA. We've got Phil Lowe speaking twice. I know this is – I know you can't wait. I'm so RBA now. Phil Lowe is speaking (laughs) twice next week. And – and the Aussie dollar. I mean, who's going to start asking about the Aussie dollar? It's a it, it is a bulletproof Aussie dollar. It's uh, it's my view today. Uh, I know Cara and I certainly heavily involved in forex markets in decades, and even Tony Sycamore, the interview with him, like it used to be risk off. Aussie dollar used to fall ten big figures on such nasty geopolitical risks as this but this is a commodities rally we're a commodities currency and so in at the this point in time we're actually a bit of a safe haven who mm-hmm. would have thought that there's that and i had a good conversation with sean callow gosh it was probably four days ago you still will be able to find it online and he said that the the risk sensitivity of the australian dollar is breaking down and i can't I won't sort of go down there and try to repeat his thesis, but go back and have a listen. I've been meaning to all week to sort of listen to the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, why, you know, the dynamic is slightly changing around the Aussie and risk. So 
That's it. Um, look, I kind of got away from the stock of the day. Uh, we did something a little bit different, thanks to our beautiful producer, Libby. And she had been a bit inspired by the fact that we've seen Women's Cricket World Cup kicking off today. And so she thought in this environment, she, you know, volatility, that we should ask our experts, given, you know, Nathan doesn't want to buy, um, for an overnight watchman stock. So <laughs> a, a company that will, a stock that will hold the fort down while volatility and uncertainty continues across the board. So Nathan Samasandram from Deep Data Analytics and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Let's take a listen. I went with very boring Woolworths. They're a very defensive model. You get a 4% fully franked yield. Um, it's a mega cap. It's the leading player in the super market play. You know, what's not to love about it? Um, it's not sexy. It's not going to give you massive growth. But, you know, if you're worried about what's happening in the market, that's the one to buy and just not worry about it over the next year. To the extent that a small cap can be a night watchman, I've gone with a, a PTB group, which is a company originally PTB was a Pacific Turbines. And that's a company that does servicing for turboprop engines. I did buy initially at around 76 cents, but I have actually paid up to around current prices because I still think it is a fairly good value. Okay, so there you go. Two names from a very different ends of the spectrum that uh, our two experts are pretty confident you can hold throughout this uh, period of volatility that will come good and continue to pay dividends and continue to keep you a bit protected as well. I, ha I have to jump in with the cricket theme. Okay. Rod Marsh, absolute childhood hero for some of us. He was the guy who caught stuff that you could not catch and then right at the end, at the 11th hour, he'd come in and he'd bat it out of the park as well. So those who of my ilk will certainly shed a tear for Rod Marsh. Yeah, I've seen a lot on social media about that. Um, look... We have just taken a little bit of a break in the festivities going on around here, which is the last call. It's back. Um, so we have just wrapped the market. We're currently having a drink. The studio is nice and full. It's nice to see people back out and about. So that's the start of our weekend. Look, we hope you have a really good weekend. Thank you for watching or listening or however you consume our content through the week. Hey, tell your friends about it. Us. We'd love it yep. if you did. Have a listen. And if you're on the East Coast, stay dry. Yeah, and we will um, look forward to seeing you online. Ausbiz.com.au, bright and early Monday morning. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.